0: This podcast details true crime cases. It contains adult themes and may contain descriptions of violence. It is not intended for children. Listener discretion
1: is advised. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of Once Upon a Crime. We're back. So we just had one week off, but I was so looking forward to this episode that it felt like a whole month, Okay. We're going to have some fun and at the same time, we're going to rock your world. And once again, my co-host and partner in crime is Mr. Leroy Luna, the host of the always entertaining and enlightening podcast. Excuse me, that's illegal. Hey, Leroy.
0: Hey, it's great to be back that, uh, you know, we recorded the other one a week ago and uh, a week just flew by.
1: So, for those of you who didn't listen to the last episode, and by the way, how dare you? Yeah. Uh, Leroy, gives, <laughs> we talked talk to Leroy a little bit about his podcast. And um, what he does on, excuse me, that's illegal, is he gives us a hardcore look at softcore crime. Did I nail that, Leroy? Is that right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, that was smooth. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like uh, it was segues, right? That, 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 that's when you know you're professional in this business and you can say,
0: oh, big time. <laughs> I just released an episode like a day ago. It, it's called What a Dummy. And uh, it's about a couple people who they're obsessed with mannequins uh, that, you know, they fall in love with these store mannequins. And uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's some messed up people. It, it was it was pretty funny.
1: So that's a I'm thing huh?
0: I was funny, but just just the, you know, the fact that people are into that kind of thing. It's always amusing.
1: Did you know there was a movie called Mannequin like back in that? How oh, many 80s, maybe early 90s? Did you ever hear about that one?
0: Yeah, I, don't, I never saw that though, or at least I, yeah, I don't remember it.
1: Part of it, it was like it was like that. It was like this guy. I don't know if he falls in love with the mannequin, but something about a mannequin that comes to life, but then it turns back into a mannequin, and it's like this girl that <laughs> he's into or something. It was really weird. I don't remember the whole. You know, premise of it, but I remember, yeah, it was something about this mannequin coming to life, but then she would turn back into a mannequin or something. I don't know, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, there was a more recent movie with uh Joaquin Phoenix, her, I think it was called. I don't know if it was a mannequin, he, he falls in love with something, uh, that's not real, or there's another one, <laughs> yeah. uh, Lars and the Real Girl or something. I think it was, oh Ryan God, Go- was it Ryan Gosling,
1: so- I don't remember who was in that, but I remember watching that and it was so weird.
0: <laughs> was that a mannequin? I didn't see it. I just no, It was a blow
1: it. up. It was one of those blow up dolls.
0: Oh, <laughs> close enough.
1: <laughs> and he brings her like like it's his girlfriend, and they play have to play along with it because he's kind of crazy, and they're trying to like, you know, play. I, it's weird. It's it, it is yeah. worth that one's watching. It's it's pretty. It's pretty strange, but that was a good one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, watch God. that movie. Don't listen to my podcast. Just go watch that yeah. movie. You'll probably be more <laughs> entertained. Ryan Gosling's much more handsome if he's even I'm in so- it. I don't even know if it was. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I have to ask really quick about the the mannequin episode. So there's crimes involved in this, right? Is that is that correct?
0: Well, the weird thing is, um, well, this guy he would break into businesses and steal the mannequins, which it's like, okay, that's one thing. If you're, you know, if you want to have sexual relations with a mannequin, like you could just order it and do it from the comfort of your home. But this guy, I I guess that was part of his thing, was he wanted to rescue them? I don't know. He had a oh, hero God. complex, maybe. Oh, there you go. Oh, and God. and there was another guy who got drunk and stole one from a lingerie store. I think he was just he was just horny. He couldn't pick anyone up at the bar, so you know.
1: <laughs> she wasn't gonna say no. <laughs> oh,
0: this one was it was wearing stiletto heels and had these <laughs> I don't know. It, it was well, you have to I'm listen sure. to the episode.
1: It's one way to get a date, but You know, uh, we're recording this on Friday. So I'm saying if it was going out today, people would maybe have an idea what to do on the weekend if they were lonely. But yeah, (laughs) hopefully not that lonely. Exactly. (laughs) God. So this month we're having a lot of fun with true crime. How? Um, By giving you stories of ridiculous crimes and off the wall criminals, first of all. But we're also playing with the April Fool's theme by trying to fool each other. Um, Not with pranks, but by seeing if Leroy and I can stump each other's true crime knowledge. Are we experts or are we just talking heads? You make the call. So this time we're going to test our serial killer knowledge and you, the listeners, can play along. This is a game that I've been wanting to play since my good friend Brianna introduced it on her podcast way back in the day called Murder Dictionary. That was uh, one of my favorite podcasts back in the day. There's a lot of episodes there, but I think it's on hiatus now. Um, But yeah, they would play this game, Metal or Murder. Because Brianna, like me, she's a big, uh, you know, music fan and she knows a lot of like underground bands and all this kind of stuff. She's, she's totally cool. I'm nothing, you know, I'm nothing like that, but she, <laughs> so she got, she got me really interested in playing this game and I asked her a while back if I could like kind of rip it off. She said, yeah, sure, go ahead. So this is why we're playing metal or murder. So the game metal or murder goes like this. I will be reading quotes to Leroy and he'll have to guess whether they're actual quotes from serial killers or infamous killers, or if they're lyrics from metal or rock songs basically so you get the idea oh yeah okay,
0: <laughs> okay. and yeah I, you, luckily you have a super cool co-host here who's really into the whole uh heavy metal scene no I'm I don't <laughs> really know much and I uh I thought about studying some but I was like yeah I'll just go with my yeah. instincts on this
1: you gotta get instincts. Uh, yeah I got the instincts yeah I it's it it can yeah it can be difficult even if you know anything, which most of us don't. I was going to ask you that. So do you have a lot of serial killer knowledge? And you said you don't have metal, metal music knowledge. So I guess the question is, how strong do you feel going into this challenge?
0: I'm feeling pretty confident. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I've, I don't know if the knowledge sticks in my head. I have basic knowledge of, of the heavy hitters. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about quotes, though, if they really stick in my head. Yeah, so it'll be I, interesting to see.
1: Yeah, there's there's some that you know I think that um, you can maybe guess like just because of the tone of them. And there's others that I'm like I was like I had to look. that was, like, is that right? Did they really say that? <laughs> yeah. And then there's some crazy ass you know metal lyrics, of course, as you know. And let's play metal or murder. Okay, so let's see. Uh, what do I want to start with here? In the end, we all die. Nothing really matters. Is that a quote from a serial killer or a killer or a lyric to a song?
0: Uh, that, that sounds like Richard Ramirez or something. I, I'm going to say that's a serial killer quote.
1: Oh, my God. You totally nailed it. That was Richard Ramirez. Oh, it was?
0: Wow.
1: <laughs> that was a good one. Okay. If you believe you've lived your life the right way, then you do not have nothing to fear. Metal or murder? I feel
0: like I've heard that before. I'm gonna say murder.
1: You're right. And uh, take a guess. Let's see if, let's see how good you are.
0: Oh uh, wait, <laughs> what? Can you repeat that?
1: Yes. If you believe you've lived your life the right way, then you do not have nothing to fear.
0: Ah, uh, that's uh, Bundy. I don't know.
1: John Wayne Gacy.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> of yeah.
0: Can't stand the guy. <laughs> Must have heard it on a documentary or something.
1: Okay. Because I can't reason with men and mortal fools. They will die hard. Metal or murder?
0: Uh, Are we going to have three murderers in a row? Probably not. I'm going to say metal.
1: Yep, it's metal. It's a little poetic, but mm, slightly. So, yeah, that makes it. That was a a song called Die Hard by Venom.
0: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Pretending I know that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that one rocks.
0: (laughs) Real bopping tune. Yeah. <laughs> my <horns> up.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK. here's another one. If hell is what awaits me, I feel no fright. Oh, man.
0: Uh, I feel like that would be a killer. I'm going to say murder.
1: Nope. Metal. That one wrong so far.
0: Ah, nice. that
1: is, uh, if hell is what awaits me I feel no fright that is lyrics from a song called call from the grave by Bathory Bathory oh, yeah,
0: That's what, I've heard that song so many times it just felt like a, a killer quote <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay here's a good one <clears throat> when this monster entered my brain I will never know but it is here to stay Jeffrey Dahmer so you're saying it's a uh, murder?
0: Unless there's a, is there a heavy metal band called Jeffrey Dahmer? That would be controversial probably, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should have looked that up. I could have stumped you. I have... <laughs> yeah, really. You could have been both right and wrong. Yeah, yeah when this monster entered my brain, I will never know, but it is here to stay. Metal or murder?
0: Okay, so I'll say murder.
1: Murder. That's Dennis Rader.
0: Ooh, BTK. BTK, <laughs> yeah.
1: Now, this is the rest of the quote, just just out of, you know, just because I thought it was interesting. The rest of the quote goes, how does one cure himself? I can't stop it. The monster goes on and hurts me as well as society. Maybe you can stop him. I can't. Mm. Crazy, right? You wrote a lot of shit after uh, he went to prison. Like I could never stop talking once he started. Um, You asked me to be blameless. But who are you to decide what's right?
0: Oh. Wow, these are really good because I can see that both ways. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll say metal.
1: <laughs> it's metal. I like that. You asked me to be blameless, but who are you to decide what's right? That's a song called Whitewashed by August Burns Red, which is a very, uh, I think, obscure band. I've never heard of. That's yeah,
0: hard. that definitely sounds like um, it's, it sounds like something one of those killers could have easily said, though, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Try to touch the past. Try to deal with the past. It's not real. It's just a dream. <laughs>
0: oh, um, I'll say metal.
1: Murder. Wow. And it, it's your favorite, Ted Bundy.
0: Oh, wow. Ted Bundy.
1: <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? That one yeah. I hadn't heard before.
0: That was actually I a good quote because he's had some pretty, pretty bad quotes where he's just... Saying, oh, pornography is what made me do it, or, or something ridiculous, you know? It's like
1: yeah. some bullshit he came up with later. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. And he, then he had that guy. Um, it was like a Christian author or speaker or something that, what's his name? Um, the James Dobson. I think it was James Dobson. Like he was, you know, pretty well known here, but I think he's the one that went in and did that last interview with him. Where it was all he was all explaining his actions as how it was all the devil because it was pornography that you know when he was young, he got into pornography, and that caused him to have these dark fantasies and all this stuff. And it was so much bullshit.
0: Yeah, that's they try to blame um obviously music, uh movies. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. a lot of blame being placed.
1: Blame shifting, yeah. It was weird because it was like a Christian organization. It wasn't like, I'm going to say just this guy, but it's like, that was what they were kind of peddling to like, you know, parents and stuff like, Oh, you know, make sure your kids aren't doing this and that. And the other thing, and you know, make sure that, yeah. and then try to try to like, I think that's when all of the, um, what is that? The, uh, the ratings came out on, um, the lyrics, like you have to put them on the albums, like says explicit content or whatever on um, the um, albums. that. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's while well, you're young, but that started like in the 90s. So it would, you yeah. didn't have that.
0: Well, I do. I remember my brother wearing one. This was, uh, yeah, it said uh, parental advisory, explicit lyrics. This was probably like 1995 or 96. He was wearing that. So, yeah, obviously, it wasn't brand new, but yeah.
1: Okay. <clears throat> Here's one. It's a little bit longer. So, existence is a great hall, life is one of the rooms. Death is passing through the rooms and the ever existent compulsion of everything is the curiosity to keep moving down the hall through the doors, exploring rooms down the never ending hall. Metal Armada.
0: I was picturing, I was putting all this like metal music in the background while you were saying it. So I'm I'm (laughs) going to go with metal.
1: That is murder. That is Dylan Dylan Klebold, one of the uh, Columbine shooters.
0: Oh. wrote that, mm-hmm. wow! And he came up with that yeah. on his own. Interesting. I guess. Uh,
1: very okay. Here's another one. Uh, good things turn bad, bad things become good. The people on the earth see it as a battle they can win: metal or murder. Wow,
0: yeah, you're right. These are getting harder. Uh, <laughs> you had my confidence up when I got the first one right. Um, I'll say murder.
1: It is that is also Dylan Klebold. And it's oh. weird when he, he wrote this part, bad be- things become good. The people on the earth and in people he put in quotes, the people on the earth, see it as a bell. Why is that in quotes? Like that yeah, was weird. I don't
0: know. Uh, trying to be cool. <laughs> He's a bit of a poet and he didn't know it. Maybe he didn't know it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Here's another one. In my mind's eye, my thoughts light fires in your cities.
0: Ooh, cool. Uh, I'll say metal.
1: That is murder. That is Charles <sighs> Manson. And he is a uh, poet and he did know it. Yep. Yeah. He was a songwriter. Uh, but I think this is one of the crazy interviews he gave. Did uh, you ever watch any of those from Wade? <laughs> weren't prison? they all crazy? <laughs> oh, yeah, they were um, super crazy.
0: I've watched bits and pieces. Um, oh I don't know if I saw that specific one. Yeah.
1: I remember they did one and it was, and I'm not going to say it was live, but it was, you know, it was one of those, like it's say 20, 20 or 60 minutes or one of those those shows yeah. that come out in prime time. And it was this whole, like they went into, um, I believe he was, where was he at here? He was here in California from a prison he was in. Chow, Chow Chow is a women's prison. He wasn't in now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, they went into the prison and um, they did this interview and oh God, was it,
0: Geraldo. I swear,
1: Geraldo. <laughs> was there, it really? See? Yep. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking it might have been, or he might have done one of them, because, because I mean, all of his interviews were just crazy. I, he, that guy was, he's, I don't know, weird. Uh, but Charles, Bath, so he's doing this interview, um, and I swear to God, he must have been in there talking to him for at least an hour, and he is so crazy. And I don't mean in like the mentally ill crazy. He's just crazy. Like he's just yeah. off the wall. He's quirky. He's weird. He's I think part of it is some mental illness, but it's everything he says is like a word salad, right? Oh, but then yeah. there's- he's
0: got a real like rhythm, rhythm to yeah. him, you know? And he's all like moving around and yeah. yeah.
1: He's like sitting on his, like, he's like sitting on the chair, like his feet are under him. Like, and then he's bouncing, around, you know, he's just, he's like, he's like, he's like, it's like, it's like you have a four-year-old in front of you, you know? Like that kind yeah. of energy. And, and every once goes- in a while
0: he does... He comes up with some some good stuff, you know? Yes. Um, I guess That's if you exactly talk it. that much, eventually you will.
1: Yeah. Once in a while, there'll be a moment of clarity in there. And you're like, whoa, what did you say?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really.
1: Okay. Here's one. Why don't you take my mind? Because you already own my life.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, murder?
1: That is metal. It's a, wow. a, call, a song called Sick Minds by The Browning. Never heard of them either.
0: No. Okay. Man, I'm going to have to put a um, a playlist together after this. I know,
1: right? A mixtape. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's one. The throes of insanity feel just like a war inside you every day. Wow. Uh, metal? That is metal. That is uh, Chasing Death by Slayer. I love Slayer. Oh, a good Slayer.
0: One. Okay, I've heard of Slayer
1: but yeah but. yeah we more mainstream as far as <laughs>
0: yeah you got any Metallica
1: or anything
0: uh,
1: <laughs> yeah I would more mainstream I, I you know I'll own it <clears throat> I don't know a whole lot of the obscure bands I have to go to like Justin and Aaron from Gen Y for that kind of stuff <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> they're
1: like they're like metal snobs they're like oh, hey, you listen a lot like <laughs> yeah really <laughs> that's cool <laughs>
0: You gotta find the real underground stuff.
1: Like eh, I don't do. have the time. <laughs> I know, right? Oh god. <clears throat> okay. You cannot kill what you did not create.
0: Ooh, that's good. Uh, that sounds like something a murderer would say.
1: It does, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> the guy from Slipknot is a murderer, which you know, who knows? That's a song called Duality by Slipknot. I like okay. Slipknot too.
0: I've heard of slipknot. Um, there's actually like yeah. a, there was a kid in my, my son's eight. Right. And um, yeah, there's some greasy kid in his class who came out with like a slipknot shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, your parents must be cool, buddy.
1: Okay. Here's another one. What is this that I can see? I see hands taking hold of me for death has come. You all can see.
0: Ooh. Uh, that sounds like an Albert Fish quote. No, I don't know. I'll say murder.
1: <laughs> it is murder, but it sounds like a. It, it rhymes, which is that was one of the things that I was looking for the lyrics. I, I, I can't find things that rhyme because it's going to be too. This one rhymes because it was a poem written by BTK. Oh, and wow. this one, was one that was sent to the television station, in 1978 one of those things when he was taunting the cops yeah. and the media and stuff like that
0: before he okay. sent the floppy disk you guys can't read a floppy disk can you what
1: no you sure? sure we can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can't trust anyone these days
1: <laughs> oh, God. okay i made my fantasy life more powerful than my real one.
0: one oh that's a good one that sounds like it's something a murder i'd say murder
1: you're right can you take a guess who in my oh, fantasy I mean, life more powerful than my real one? It could have been any of them, really, right?
0: Yeah, I'll say Dahmer. I don't know why.
1: Okay. Oh, All really? right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dahmer. Okay. Powerless. You crawl like pigs, soon to be slaughtered.
0: Ooh, that's definitely Metallica. Love that <laughs> song. What song was that again? <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'll say I'll say metal.
1: Murder. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's metal. Oh, my God. And the reason I wanted to read because I just like the, the name of the song and the name of the band, the name of the song is carving out the eyes of God. Ooh. And the band, the band's name is Goat Whore.
0: Wow. Oh, Goat Whore.
1: <laughs> that's a real. That's a, I think that's a like black metal band or something. Yeah, that's yeah. That's way a deep badass
0: name. Yeah.
1: If any of you guys are a fan, let us know like i would like to know what do the album covers look like yeah. oh my god stay away i am evil or you will die by tomorrow
0: i feel like that's too obvious to be a murder i'll say metal
1: yeah metal that's on a night of a full moon by the band merciful fate okay, mm-hmm. is there any last ones that i were really good that i didn't say satanists don't wear gold
0: <laughs> Satanists don't wear gold. Uh, it's got that's a killer quote right there. Um, yeah, I'll say killer or murder.
1: Yep. Uh, oh. Take a guess. Who? Uh,
0: your buddy Eddie Kemper.
1: Who was a Satanist? <laughs> I'm giving you a hint.
0: Charles Manson.
1: <laughs> no, he thought he was God. He didn't think he was Satan. Oh, Jesus! He thought he yeah, was Jesus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah
0: um i can't think oh richard ramirez
1: yep richard ramirez yep satanists don't wear gold i don't know yeah um research, Never heard my that one. emma found that one i'm like i hadn't heard that one either yes yeah, so she went down some rabbit holes probably last one i danced with the devil and almost fell i felt death's grip and fuck is it tight Ooh.
0: wow that's that sounds it couldn't be richard ramirez again fuck that's tight yeah i don't know <laughs> i can't die
1: that is metal um dragged through the inferno by immortal disfigurement is the name of the band Wow. so yeah so now we, now we can just let loose with the expletives there leroy <laughs> yeah i mean it is it is you know we are talking about rock and so there's got to be some of that in there right <clears throat> it's got to be <laughs> Okay. So that is it for metal or murder. You did pretty good there. I think there was, I didn't keep score. If somebody else did and they could let us know. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Let us know. know. I think I was about 50, 50. Yeah. It was, it was getting pretty rough there. Yeah, Uh, You mixed them up. Well, (laughs) if you don't mind, I wouldn't mind trying to stump you, uh, Esther. Oh
1: yeah. Go for it.
0: I have some, um, yeah, my brother and I, uh, on my Patreon, I'm not trying to, you know, get people to go to my patreon or anything but it's just kind of a fun game we play i try to do sort of the same thing where i try to stump stump him with with quotes for example i had like richard ramirez or richard simmons and the key there is you know you know richard simmons right
1: yeah the exercise dude yeah exactly
0: right so it's kind of hard but you you try to find a a sleazy quote from him right that that would try to throw you off i've also done ted bundy or ted danson so I, I try to do stuff like that. But um, I thought with this whole music theme, I do have um, some Charles Manson and some Marilyn Manson quotes.
1: Oh, that'll be hard. OK, you you that you it's, saved the then for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting because, well, apparently Marilyn Manson, I had to look it up like I know his names because I don't really follow Marilyn Manson that much, but uh, he was born Brian Hugh Warner. And apparently he came up with the name by mashing together Marilyn Monroe and Charles Manson. I thought that was just a rumor, but apparently that's true. So, I mean, I guess he's kind of into Charles Manson a bit, so that's cool. But um, there's been a lot of allegations of uh, some sexual abuse and stuff like that coming out. I don't really follow Marilyn Manson that much, but uh, he's been in some trouble lately uh, with his past, so... You know he's dabbling in the crime community a bit, and then of course like Charles Manson, famous cult leader. He's also uh, he was also musically inclined, right?
1: Yes, he was. Uh, he was a songwriter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And he actually the, um,
1: knew the uh, some of the Beach Boys and wrote yeah. some songs for them, or tried to give them some. Songs. I I mean, they actually did hang out with them a little bit. At least a couple of them did.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Brian Wilson, I think, or something was one of them. But mm-hmm. um. Yeah, so these guys have kind of crossed paths a bit and they both said some some kind of cool stuff. Uh love them or hate them, you know? So yeah. um okay, I'll go with the first quote here. When all of your wishes are granted, many of your dreams will be destroyed.
1: Um I'm going to say Marilyn Manson.
0: Yeah, that's a Marilyn Manson quote. So I try to make my voice deeper cuz I don't know. <laughs> Did Charles Manson have a deep
1: voice? <laughs> No, I don't think so. He was a really small guy. Remember when they finally caught him? He was hiding in a little cabinet under a sink. (laughs) God, (laughs) he's tiny. (laughs)
0: Uh, Five foot two, five foot two, I think, and also skinny too. So
1: that's that's how tall I am. So that's pretty. You can't reach the top shelf. I know that.
0: Yeah, you and Charles Manson. (laughs) Plenty of similarities, but that's just one of them—the height, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Don't treat the dogs like people. Treat the dogs like dogs. They are better than people.
1: Oh, that kind of sounds like uh, Charles Manson.
0: That was Charles Manson. Yeah, you're two for two. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, a long time ago, being crazy meant something. Nowadays, everybody's crazy.
1: (laughs) That's got to be Charles Manson, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. I thought that was actually a pretty good one.
1: That's a good one. I could hear him say it too. <laughs>
0: yeah, Okay. I'm not a role model. I'm a role villain.
1: Oh, geez, that could be either one. Would Manson I mean, would Marilyn call himself a villain? Hmm. I'll try Charles Manson.
0: Oh, it was Marilyn.
1: <laughs> Is it? Oh yeah. wow! Okay, is that is that a he, lyric or is that something you just said?
0: Um, that's a good question. I don't know if any of these. Yeah, I just saw that there. I just looked up Marilyn Manson quotes, but yeah, that's okay. that's a good point. It could be from a song, but
1: um, yeah. I guess he
0: was villainized in the media. Like I, I went to high school ninety six to two thousand, and I guess mm-hmm. that was sort of like the Columbine stuff was going on too, yeah. and he was he was pretty villainized in the in the news.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that. You're right. <clears throat> yeah, could, Yeah, that, that makes sense.
0: Okay. Look down at me and you see a fool. Look up at me and you see a God. Look straight at me and you see yourself.
1: Now, I know I've heard that before. And I have listened to some Marilyn Manson, so no, I don't know. <laughs> <sighs> oh, but yeah, I can hear I can kind of hear Charlie saying this because he liked to have these little well, quotable things to say in the middle of all this word salad like I was talking about. Um I'm gonna say Charlie Manson.
0: Yeah, you're right. That was, that was Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Could have easily been a quote from like the beautiful people. <laughs> all right, that was yeah, yeah. You're doing well. Go, yeah, I think you're four good. for five or something. Okay. Yeah, something like that. We live in a society of victimization where people are much more comfortable being victimized than actually standing up for themselves.
1: You know, I'm going to have to say Marilyn Manson because I don't think the victimization, I think that's a newer kind of term, maybe. So I'm going to say Marilyn Manson.
0: Yeah, that was Marilyn Manson. That was, that's a good theory. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Charlie's old. Or was old.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah really.
1: He's not getting any older now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, he 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 lived a long time though.
1: Yeah, man, in his eighties. <clears throat>
0: sort
1: of like there. Presented well.
0: <clears throat> okay. Sometimes I wonder if I'm a character being written, or if I'm writing myself.
1: Oh, jeez. Um, Charles Manson.
0: Uh, Marilyn Manson. Uh, like I wrote Marilyn Manson there, and I'm like, I swear, was that Charles Manson? Did I miss that one? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Marilyn Manson that said that, though. Somebody Google I, I that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think I included it because I'm like, that definitely sounds like something Charles Manson would say, right? Yeah.
1: But, yeah. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one.
0: <clears throat> okay. Living is what scares me. Dying is easy.
1: That's got to be Charles Manson. Yeah. Totally,
0: Charles. Right. Yeah.
1: What if that was when he still was under under the death penalty? Because, you know, yeah, like, I know. He cause it, the death penalty, and then, yeah, they, they, well, California just uh, abolished it for a few years and then it came back. But in that yeah. time, everybody who was had gotten the, their, their sentence were commuted, commuted to life in prison, which is weird. So I wonder if that was when he was still near the death sentence. That would be interesting.
0: Yeah, that totally to sounds bad. like like an interviewer. <laughs> like he's not of, yeah. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> to bad, like he's, not,
1: he's not afraid of the electric chair. Yeah, it was the electric yeah exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Electric chair, man, that's... <laughs> That's brutal. Yeah,
0: what a way to go. Um. Oh, that that was it for those A little anticlimactic. Okay. I should have said that was the last one. Uh yeah, you did very good. I think you got like eight out of ten or something.
1: Oh, cool. Well, those yeah, those aren't. They, most of them weren't easy. Was, I was. I'm a good guesser. I'll put it that way.
0: Can't Are you familiar in. with the band um, Nickelback? A little bit. I have a story here. Um, uh, it says Florida man arrested for pretending to be Nickelback drummer. So, um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it says, this is how you remind me, uh, that's, that's part of some lyrics from a song, uh, that you shouldn't want to be mistaken for a member of Nickelback, especially if you plan to use his identity to order a bunch of musical equipment. So, um, the TC Palm reported that police in, in Port St. Lucie, Florida, arrested Lee Howard Koenig Tuesday on two felony fraud related charges. Uh, this was in 2017. So this 45-year-old was accused of using Nickelback drummer Daniel Adair's identity and trying to purchase approximately $25,000 in gear. According to an affidavit, Adair's identity was used to fraudulently order drum parts from a company in Vienna, Austria. Uh, Shout out to, uh, what's his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, Several microphones were also ordered, according to the affidavit. Essentially, we... Place the order in Austria, I guess at this level of band, you have a lot of people that work for you, Detective Paul Griffith said of the alleged fraud. One of the people of um, one of the people in his group thought it was out of the ordinary when they were getting contacted as to confirming the order. So this Koenig guy allegedly identified himself as Daniel Adair with Nickelback and said he was looking for some microphones and tried to place an order uh, via an email. And, um, yeah, uh, this guy was also, he was in jail for three years for fraud in 2009.
1: So, so what I don't know. It made me
0: think. Sorry.
1: What year was, what year did he do this? Uh,
0: 2017.
1: Okay. Well, wasn't Nickelback way past their prime in 2017? Oh, God. I uh, they still so.
0: around now. They, they were very popular, maybe 2002 I remember. Yeah,
1: that's I was gonna say I thought they were way earlier than that. So it's like, why would he pick that guy? Was it because nobody's gonna know who he is? Or... <laughs> yeah,
0: it is pretty random to choose that guy, right? But uh, yeah, that made me think that that's sort of a, a decent scam, though, right? Um, because mm-hmm. these guys have a lot of different handlers and stuff, so it could kind of get lost in the mix if if you were just like, oh, I'm gonna order twenty five thousand dollars worth of of microphones. Yeah. And you know, like one of his people might just be like, "Okay, yeah, whatever." They're just I don't know. <laughs> sending it to Austria might throw up a red flag, right? I don't know if they have any links to Austria, but yeah, he tried, and it.
1: That's just yeah. That's that's good. So I'm trying to picture, like, did he have to call them, or send them an email? I think you said email, right? He did yeah. email. Okay, so how do you do? Like, I'm just wondering because you can use any random name right I mean what was the thing that did he say hey this is whatever that guy's name was again uh from Nickelback how are you today yeah <laughs> I'd like to order some microphone like how do you how, how do you like how do you roll out that scam like uh, that's that's just my question yeah
0: that's that is kind of weird it didn't go into like detail the about that logo
1: or... on the email or <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> like come on yeah. you know me I'm I'm Daniel Adair from Nickelback. Like um, I don't know, he could have picked someone a little more famous. Maybe it's my first yeah. time hearing of them, but
1: oh, that's so funny. That's weird. Yes. Yeah, that's that weird.
0: A, that's some of the ba- a taste of a badass crime you might hear about. On excuse me, that's illegal.
1: Okay. So the last thing I was going to do here was, um, you know, we read you some lyrics from songs and stuff and talked a little bit about rock and how it had gotten blamed for some things. And there's been a lot of that. I mean, that started way early on. That started with like Elvis and friggin' little Richard and stuff like that.
0: Shaking those <laughs> hips is driving the guys wild. Yeah.
1: yeah Cause it's going to corrupt your children and all this kind of stuff. Well, then of course is music evolved and you got some, there was a lot of, uh, lyrics that I found, you know, when I was looking at like black metal music, uh, lyrics and stuff, man, those are just gross. They're just gross. Like if you ever looked those up, man, I I was like, I don't want to read those. It's just (laughs) a lot of bodily fluids and like, you know, cannibalism and shit. It's like, no, thanks. You know, I don't know if I want to deal with that right now. So early in the morning. So, um, (laughs) Yeah. I found some that were a little bit more tame, but, but even those we've had uh, this history of, you know, people blaming them for, you know, metal rock m- you know music, all this stuff for, for crime, for all kinds of things. So, you know, it, they, it's pretty much gotten a bad rap. It's been blamed for really any number of social problems like drug use, uh, high school dropout rates, uh, vandalism teen pregnancy, which is weird, but especially, especially it's, it's gotten blamed for violence and even murder. So I'm going to give you some real life examples of how rock and metal lyrics were blamed for real crimes. Um, And this comes from an article called 10 heavy metal bands that were blamed for seriously heinous crimes. And this was by um, Michael Burden for an online, um, I think it's like a, a band website, like, you know, like a music website called the pit. Okay. And this just was just recently, so should have a pretty good um little variety here. Okay. And I'm gonna read I'm gonna read some of his writing because he's he's funny. Um so the first band that got a bad rap was ACDC. And I'm a big ACDC fan. I've you know seen them not back in the day, but you know, when they were old men, <laughs> but they're still good.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: They're still good. Um uh, they're still good. Um he writes this. <laughs> He's talking about talking you know, again, talking about this, uh, how he they got blamed. It says worst fan ever. Infamous serial killer. Richard Ramirez was an avid fan of Australian hard rockers, ACDC. Um, the Night Stalker, it says uh, it was claimed by police that he was known to regularly wear an ACDC T-shirt and left a hat with the band's logo at one of the crime scenes. I believe it was that very first one. It was in the garage um, when he he like ducked in when that girl was getting out of her car and then he hid and then went into the house that was that yeah. was super creepy that was a yeah, super that creepy rings story because sure. mm. i think when he was trying to get uh, but like she was closing the garage door and as he was ducking under it it fell off and it was dark and he, i don't think he saw it he could he didn't find it or whatever so yeah that was there it says the notoriety of ramirez brought terrible publicity to the band which became the target of parent groups in los angeles so it kind of yeah that kind of makes sense but i don't know like acdc is pretty tame to be honest
0: (laughs) yeah they're pretty mainstream for yeah in that way
1: Um, yeah that's weird um so that was what but it was was quite a while while back so you know maybe that was hardcore back in those days oh my god this one and i was surprised to see this one on the list lincoln park now you know anything about lincoln park
0: uh yeah i mean I couldn't tell you anything about them, but like I know some songs and stuff. They're yeah. they're popular when I was in high school. I, I was never a huge fan, but
1: yeah, they were they're popular, probably like the early two thousands. So this says Colorado serial killer and total fucking loser Richard Paul White. <laughs> this is what he wrote. <laughs> Which I didn't know. I'll tell you about this guy because I didn't know anything about him. Richard Paul White has confessed to killing six people, three of which have been confirmed. He became known as the Lincoln Park Strangler. After comments he made from jail stating, quote, I would listen actually to Lincoln Park before I would kill. And while I was killing, usually that music, Lincoln Park, was on, end quote. Um he's from Colorado. Lincoln Park is in Chicago, so
0: okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like he does like Lincoln Park. When I said Lincoln Park Strangler, I thought it was gonna be in the Chicago area, right? You know, like yeah. he's in, he's in Colorado, That's- so that didn't make any sense.
0: It's yeah. just kind of like <laughs> Whatever you can't control, what people find inspiration from, right? Like somebody could yeah, have right. invented something while listening to Linkin Park. I don't know, they could have found the cure or it was for just playing cancer. all the
1: time, it was playing all the time. Then just happened to be, on. it wasn't like he picked it right
0: on the radio. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, this is what I found out about Richard Paul White just real quick. Richard Paul White was called Denver's Linkin Park Strangler. See, right there, that's confusing to me. Denver's Linkin Park Strangler between 2001 and 2003. White strangled two women and shot a male coworker. The women's bodies were later found buried in a backyard. He was sentenced to three life terms for murder, rape, and torture. He was also sentenced to 144 years behind bars for sexual assaults on the other women. Three other women, sorry, for on three other women who survived. So, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. So I didn't know anything about that guy. It's weird. Um, Sounds
0: like a real fucking loser. <laughs> Yeah, no, now, I never heard of that one either. That's that's interesting.
1: Now, here's a band who's been blamed a lot of times, which I am like, um, how dare you, as Metallica, because I'm a huge Metallica fan. So here's a, here's a couple of examples of, of that. In 2002, a New, New Jersey man named Robert P- Pittich bludgeoned his mother with a dumbbell after she refused to buy him cigarettes. Later in the day, he randomly encountered an 11-year-old boy who he stabbed to death. Pittich had struggled with mental illness for years and claimed that Metallica's 1996 song, Ronnie, was a key component in his downward spiral, saying, quote, I was drinking and I was out of it. That song was always in my head, too. There was just so much pressure building up. I caved, end quote. Now, that's not even like a really popular song. There. <laughs> it's just one of those songs that's kind of B-side yeah. or something. You know? Oh,
0: man. He's really stretching for an excuse there. Like, who... That, that's some brutal uh murders there right like oh I've, I don't think I've ever listened to that Ronnie song but geez yeah I don't think that's gonna make you know I would just listen yeah. to it and be like okay move on with my day you
1: know <laughs> right exactly I grab a dumbbell to get, get cigarettes it's like geez yeah um oh and another one of course this one you probably heard of um Chris Watts he's the one that killed his you know his wife and two daughters and put yeah. him in the oil drum thing yeah okay uh, metallica were, was also cited as an inspiration for the aforementioned uh richard paul white and they were dragged into the triple murder case of chris watts it says <laughs> because that asshole googled the lyrics to battery before he killed his family and then there was that t- okay so that's one of them um and yeah as a matter of fact i cover kind of like the uh remember that documentary that came out that had all of the video and stuff of of him and his wife and the police when they came to the house and all that kind of stuff I forget what it was called american murder or something like that um and we uh, Lauren and I talked about that one but uh yeah cuz he was a big metallica fan and um as a matter of fact his wife who he killed who was not in any of that kind of music she kind of splurged and got metallica tickets and took them to a concert i mean that kind of shit it's like this guy's an asshole man yeah. um and then he did it. there was it was on his computer or his laptop or something was that he had pulled up the lyrics to battery which of course it uh one of the lyrics is uh, uh battery cannot kill the family battery has founded me so it says cannot kill the family <laughs> so he did <laughs> yeah, really
0: it. apparently he so mis- it- misheard that i guess
1: it, yeah yeah it was, maybe he googled it after i don't know but he was yeah he was off the wall there um he's there's the a worst. couple other ones yeah. he's the worst <laughs> and then there was that time that morgan harrington went missing after metallica concert and was later found dead So like oh Meta- you know metallica fan they're like immediately uh get metallica fans killed him or some crap like that i don't remember yeah. exactly i
0: mean that could happen at a taylor swift concert or something you know what i mean
1: like exactly. any concert yeah <laughs> and, then, and then there was the west memphis thing because I mean, that was back in Satanic Panic days. They were like, oh, you know, Metallica, because I guess I don't remember if it was Damien or the guy who used to wear it, Metallica T-shirts or something. So, yeah. And it just says some bands have all the luck. Um, and there's two more. Ozzy Osbourne, of course. Ooh. This is interesting because there was actually a lawsuit filed against Ozzy um, in 1985. In 1985, the parents of John Daniel McCollum filed a lawsuit against Ozzy and CBS Records claiming that the song Suicide Solution from Blizzard of Oz inspired their son to take his own life. The song, which featured lyrics such as Where to Hide, Suicide is the Way Out, was placed under scrutiny, yet the case was ultimately dismissed. According to Ozzy, the song is about ACDC's Bon Scott, who died of acute alcohol poisoning in 1980. Um, So that was, yeah, it was interesting, but... this is the part I thought was kind of funny. Don Arden, Sharon Osbourne, that's you know his wife, Sharon Osbourne's father and Black Sabbath's former manager said this about the lyrics. And I wish you know, even though Ozzy didn't say this, I could I, some reason I'm hearing this in Ozzy's voice, which <laughs> you can't even decipher most of the time. But he says, to be perfectly honest, I would be doubtful as to whether Mr. Osbourne knew the meaning of the lyrics, if there was any meaning, because his command of the English language is minimal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh come on, man! Uh, he was—I only kind of remember him for, from the reality show. When he's obviously out of it now, he's like Sharon. Um,
1: he's always been that way.
0: Yeah. Oh, even <laughs> even when he, when he was younger,
1: he was always the same. It may be worse yeah. now, but pretty much the same.
0: Oh yeah. man, I think he's like—he snorted a line of like fire ants or something. Yeah. Like he did. He's done a lot of weird. He was things. He's trying to
1: show up trying to show off to motley crew motley crew was his like you know his opening band like way back in the day and he's trying to show up because you know these young rockers we show them how to party like, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> he's Crazy. a madman. yeah yeah but his, his his english language is minimal he's british i mean <laughs> he's english he's like english i'm like what is he saying it's so weird yeah but yeah he, he can't speak but i don't know what that means but yeah um <laughs> Okay, last one. <clears throat> this is uh, about the band Slayer. In March of 1996, 15-year-old Elise Poller's body was found near her California home. She was sexually assaulted and murdered eight months earlier by acquaintances Jacob Delischmutt and J- Joseph Fiorella and Royce Casey, who periodically returned to the okay, this is gross, who periodically returned to the course to have sex with it. According to the perpetrators, they needed to commit an act of human sacrifice in order for their band, Hatred possess the craziness to quote go professional now that is some crazy shit you know like these guys i don't know what they were into but that was nuts um
0: yeah it couldn't just be like talent alone right that would get you there (laughs) it's
1: like yeah there's this thing there's this thing that these people that go down it was like i just did one um about this couple that they killed this guy because they thought oh well then then we'll we're sacrificing something to satan and then um, you know, he'll make us immortal kind of thing. So there's this weird, I don't know where this comes from, um, but there's this weird belief. And there was a whole lot of thing in that episode that um, that kind of vampire stuff and, and becoming immortal and Satanism, it was tied to like this very like obscure, like black metal music. So it's just really odd. And it was all in Germany too, which, you know, you can kind of see a little bit. Um, uh, but this was in California. These people were crazy. Um, and Slayer I believe is, well, American, right? I don't know. I don't know uh, where people come from.
0: Definitely not Canadian.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. So, uh, this lawsuit says Pollard's parents claim that several songs from Slayer's seasons in the abyss with the songs post-mortem and dead skin mask cited in particular, gave the killer's instructions to, quote, stalk, rape, torture, murder, and commit acts of necrophilia on their daughter. They have attempted to sue Slayer twice, with both cases quickly dismissed. One of the killers, Jacob Delle said in a later Washington Post interview, quote, the music is destructive, but that's not why Elise was murdered. She was murdered because Joe Fiorella was obsessed with her and obsessed with killing her. So he must have come clean later on, like, yeah, it was all bullshit. Like, this was just this guy, you know, we following along I guess I mean that's always weird to me where you get these multiple killers doing this stuff together it's like it's weird enough for one person to come up with these yeah. you know ideas and then but oh let's get the whole gang involved it's just really weird
0: yeah that is uh, crazy maybe mm-hmm. it's a dominant personality that just gets people to go along with it but yeah to find another person that's that crazy to actually go along like to go through with something like people mm-hmm. do a lot of talking right but to actually follow through with something like that, it's it's hard to find another person to go along with it.
1: Well, yeah. It's like, you know, you talk about like the Columbine killers and, you know, other ones, there's always one you write that they say is dominant and it'll say like, if it was, if they had never met, this would have never happened. Like this guy might've done something, you know, but maybe not to that extent. It was, they kind of fed off each other, that kind of, you know, that kind of thing. And I think, you know, they'll, they'll say things like, it was just like this perfect storm of these two people coming together at this time. And that, you know, otherwise the other person might've thought about it and whatever, and, but never done anything, never acted upon it unless they had this other person. Yeah. Um, it happens with couples like as madness. well. Yeah. Like minds of madness. I'm just listening to their late, latest episode that just came out this week was Leonard Lake and Charles Ng. Um, the killers up here in Northern California, they were the serial killers that had that torture shack and all this kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, Reading about them a long time ago, and it's interesting because he's talking about that, like how they met, and you know who each one was separately, you know, and then who they were together, kind of thing. Um, Yeah, it's it's really weird. It's it's a very odd thing.
0: It's also crazy because now that you have the internet and stuff, it's easier to find like minded people than it used to be. So that might happen even more often now. You find uh, people that are interested in the same stuff, and uh, you know who knows what can. What can uh, snowball from there, though?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's and that's. I guess maybe that's why they talk about like like lyrics and things, or even not just lyrics, but like people that are out there that have these things to say, and then people start following that because, like you said, internet's easy easy access to all kinds of ideas about stuff, good and bad, you know. So um, then you find this whole group of people that are into that. Now, before you know it, they're t- chatting with each other online, and now they're finding, you know, you find the the worst one <laughs> to connect with, uh, but the worst one's uh, something. Even yeah. now,
0: like, say you go on TikTok or anything, like there's an algorithm. So you look up one thing and then you think like the whole world, oh, the whole world's talking about this, like, oh, the vaccine or like, you know, anything like that. You start looking up a few things and then like everything on your feed is about that. And yeah, uh, yeah it really helps you become obsessed with with certain issues. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Nope. Uh, yeah, I don't like again, how that goes.
1: The only thing I get on TikTok is uh, videos about French bulldogs doing funny things. And
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's weird, though. Like, sometimes you'll watch one thing, you know. Like, I'll, I'll watch something about, a, um, I don't know, just a chef, you know, reviewing something. Next thing I know, like, every other thing is just chefs. Yeah. You watch this guy shaving his butt for, like, a couple seconds too long, and all of a sudden, you're in this crazy world. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're like, what else am I gonna say? Oh no, never mind. I don't want to know.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all dangerous out there, Leroy. So that's why we do what we do. Just we're, yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're just warning you guys. We're exactly. a Public service announcement. That's all exactly. we are
0: here. Don't shoot the messengers. <laughs> oh,
1: <Okay. laughs> uh, that was cool. Anything else you got before we wrap it up?
0: Ah, uh, no, not really. That was, yeah, that was fun.
1: And so we've got one more we're going to do. Um, and this one we're going to really just uh, concentrate on some, some criminals, right? Some uh, we're going to do some criminals who maybe weren't the best at their craft. I'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's so many of them too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't, so can't wait.
1: I know. So that one's going to be really fun. So that's next week, but yeah, thanks once again for tuning in and uh, thanks once again to you, Leroy, for helping me out here this week. And um yeah, making me look better than I am because I was able to actually do pretty well in that, that uh, guessing game.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's, you know, if we should pat you on the back or that I just did a, a poor job. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that you're a master, I guess. The yeah,
1: master guesser. Master guesser yeah. <laughs> like you said, 50 50 shots, so let's not pat ourselves on the back too hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, really. <laughs>
1: it's not that difficult all right well thanks yeah thanks again and uh yeah we'll see you next time then
0: okay bye-bye
1: now once again i'd like to thank leroy luna for co-hosting this episode check out his hilarious podcast excuse me that's illegal on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts links are in the show notes Follow us on all our social media channels, including TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also watch us on YouTube. All the links can be found on our website, truecrimepodcast.com. Don't forget to get your tickets to CrimeCon in London to meet me on Podcast Row. Go to crimecon.co.uk to get all the info and register. And don't forget to use our offer code, ONCEUPON, to claim your discount. I'll be back next Monday with another April Fool's episode, and I hope you'll join me then. Once Upon a Crime is written and produced by me, Esther Sanchez Ludlow. My production assistant is Lorena Garcia, and additional research for this episode was provided by Emma Battaglia. Until next time, be good to one another.